0: There's just, like, I need to eat my words, to be honest, Tom. I need oh, to great. Uh, because a couple of weeks ago, you brought up a player on the watch list and I was I was quite strongly against him. And he, he did a good job in game week 11, I say. Uh, and he's looking promising in the position he's playing
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Season 2, FPL Apprentices, Episode 17. It's a cold Thursday night, Chris, and we're back. How are you feeling?
0: I'm good, Tom. I'm good. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I hope you're ready for an action-packed is to be 45 days of Premier League football. Uh, And I hope you're also feeling attentive for today's episode, unlike the host I imagine
1: will be in this episode, Tom. Why? I don't really know what attentive means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Let's say, Tom, you might be slightly distracted in this episode for, for personal reasons. all oh, right. Quite, um, but look, this is- I, I hope you're, you're ready to listen because we're going to be going through the, the Game Week 12 preview. Now, as I mentioned, we got a lot of FPL coming up. We're going through about 10 game weeks in a month and a half. There's a lot of big decisions to make. Uh, we need to plan out. Most people have used their wildcard at this point, and we don't get another one until January, which is about gaming 20 or so. So there's still a long way to go to our next wild card for most people. So big, important decisions uh, that need to be made, both for our team and for most other people. So yeah, Tom, let's get into the first topic of today's episode. Um, obviously, before we start, we should thank Alfie Tom, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to uh, forget there. I was about to have to correct you. Yeah, um, we had a great put-out <clears throat> on a Tuesday. Had Alfie back on, which was great, talking about all the managers, manager roulette. That was, a really, that was really good fun, and it was good to have him back on, for sure. And um, yeah, this is the the third put of the international break, Chris. I think it's the most we've done over an international break, but it's been fun. It's been worth it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been great. Um, I think it is a record, though. I think normally we will only put one or two out,
0: uh, but to have Alfie on and to, to just to switch up the the feel of the of the channel a bit, getting a different type of non FPL related mainly uh, episode on Tuesday, that was great. Uh, but today we're back uh, on FPL and there's quite a lot to discuss, Tom. Mainly, I think the most important thing to discuss right now is what to do with the Spurs attack. Now we have got Son and we got Kane, Tom. Who are you preferring right now? Kane okay
1: it's as simple yeah. as that
0: <laughs> yeah okay now we're currently sitting on Min song and I don't think he's a bad option I don't think he's a bad option at all I think it would be decent Um. but Kane also I have said this recently on the last few pods I think he's going to be a monster over Christmas I think he's going to be absolutely insane now Tom I would like to hear your reasoning for why you would prefer Kane over Son so confidently
1: a few reasons. Firstly, Kane is the main man. He is the striker, and under Conte, he he'll be wanting to abuse the striker. He wants to abuse Kane in a good way. Um, secondly, Son hasn't been himself lately, and he uh, and he's come off a few times early. He's not looking great, and Kane does seem re- re- revitalized. Um, back off no, seven <laughs> seven goals over the international break and he's and he's come out about his mental health and the effect on that and how much he wants to work with Conte though. And what I've been hearing, players like Hoyberg have said how good Conte is and how much they enjoy troning. So um, that's positive for Kane. And yeah he's just he he was so good last year and once he starts scoring which I think he will and we're, we're Tottenham are playing to suit Kane. Got the wing back so it into him. So Kane's definitely the man and he's Conte's man as well. Conte will do what Mourinho did take him under his wing, promise him loads of stuff and just deliver balls and balls into him.
0: I think it's important as well to look at the opposition that Spurs are going to be facing in the upcoming week. So they've got Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich uh, in the next four. Now, they're they're four teams that Spurs, you know, there's 12 points very much on the line for Spurs in these next four games. Uh, And I think generally... Uh, the majority of those teams are going to look to sit back a bit more. Um, and so Spurs are going to have more possession in these games than they would against the likes of Liverpool. Uh, so in these types of games, I think it benefits Kane. Now, you mentioned the wingbacks, Tom. They seem to be bombing forward uh, against Everton in Conte's first Premier League game. Uh, both Royale and Reguilon, Reguilon uh, said in the week as well that he Conte had asked him to make sure he's solid defensively, but to also ensure that he is in the box, uh, ready for that cross at the back post and uh, the attacks to help out the other attackers. So there's clearly a, an impetus for those wing backs to get forward. And I think that benefits Kane more than it does for Son. Um, now, Kane is going to be at right at the front. He's going to be leading the line for Spurs, unlike what he's been doing in the last Uh, well, under under Nuno and to some extent under Mourinho as well. He dropped quite deep and there will be elements of that under Conte but Conte even, he was a pundit at, I think, Euro 2020 and he said, look, if I had Kane as my player, he he would be in the box as much as possible because that's where he's clinical and that's where Kane's going to be under Conte and in the box, he's there for the crosses, every single cross, Royale, uh, Reguilon, Ben Davies, you know, he's got a decent cross on him so, I think Kane's going to get the majority of chances, and against the low block, Son's pace isn't as beneficial. I would say, uh, so I think you'd be looking at Kane for the big returns in these games, personally. Um, and also, if you look at captaincy now, Tom, I-, I always go, especially last season, a bit rogue with my captaincy. Now, who would you feel more cap, more comfortable captaining, Son or Kane
1: as an FBI asset? It's Kane, but I don't think it should be for like that. But it always, it, I've, I've never. I would never captain Son over Kane. I never have. That's just something thing I stick to. Cause Kane's a striker, and Son because Kane's a striker and Son is, and Kane's the main man. But but yeah, it's just a thing I've always done. Stick to Kane. Son's and an extra. I think,
0: I think generally people will prefer a captain in Kane. And one one thing to note as well with Kane this season, it, I think he's got one goal and one assist, and he hasn't had a penalty. Now, the, the game's coming up. Spurs are going to be, you would imagine, quite high up the pitch, which increases the chance of a penalty. And who's on penalties? Harry Kane, it's not human, it's on. And we know Harry, what Harry Kane's like from penalties. Absolutely lethal. Uh, and I think he's getting one. I think he's getting a penalty in the next four games. It, it seems likely to me. So I think that raises the appeal of Kane even more. And, and not only that, from an FPL perspective, if we look into the future, We've got a uh, massive swing for Man United in their fixtures in in a few weeks' time. Ronaldo, premium striker. If you've got Son, you're going to have Salah. It's harder to get to Ronaldo. Three premiums is hard. Again, with the likes of Lukaku, also coming back from a from an injury, I think he's going to start to hit form as well over Christmas. I think he'll do he'll do quite well. So there, there's going to be three quality options over Christmas. And I don't think you. I think you want to put yourself ahead of the game and get a and get a premium striker in now because one of the, you're going to want one of them. They're, one of them, they're it top quality strikers, and one of them is going to be in form at any one point over Christmas. So I think it's really important you have a striker to prepare for that. Otherwise, you're you're going to get to a point in a few game weeks time. You're like, oh God, I've got Son or I've got an expensive midfield. How on earth am I going to get to these strikers without taking a minus eight, minus twelve? You know, it's going to be difficult. So I think now is a good time to to jump on the premiums early and it just leaves you a bit more flexible, I think. And obviously, if Kane's a monster, like I think you will, but you keep Kane. Um, But just just for that flexibility and also for insurance of minutes, it looks like Kane's going to be a lot more insured with the 90s than than Sonis, as seen by Inter Milan, Tom. Now, when Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez played for Inter, how many times uh, in, in the last season do you think Lukaku and Martinez got subbed? Probably like once. There was a big difference. Big disparity between the two. Lukaku got subbed about eight times. And Martinez, yeah. have a guess.
1: Uh, 15?
0: 25. Yeah. Or around that number. So, Son is, you would expect, going to going to take a similar role to Martinez. He's going to get subbed more or less minutes. It's going to make a difference over Christmas. So, I think Kane is... The better option, and we're gonna we're gonna get on to, to our decisions later for our for our team. We're currently sitting on Son. We jumped on him a couple of weeks ago, but we, we we're rethinking that at the moment. There is a big decision to be made there. That will come later in the episode. So, so Tom, I think you got anything more to say on this Son Kane debate? I'm very I'm very strongly on the Kane
1: side. I have. Um, I need to pick you up on something. You said it on and Re- Real the good at crosses the ball and he put Ben Davies' name in the three. Mm. Now, you clearly haven't watched Tottenham because uh Ben Davies isn't very good at crossing the ball, I'm afraid. So, I would not be expecting many assists from him. However, he is playing a bit like Rudiger does, the left centre-back and he's, been, got, he's in, been in the box a couple of times. He got two shots in the box against Everton, Chris. Oh, I know so, He he sneaks in the box. I saw it. I was watching it, and he kept sneaking in that box. So he is the one that will bomb forward. But yeah, his crossing isn't great. He's a bit of a dead player at the moment. But yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, pick that up on you. But yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, Kane's a man. Nothing more to add. Um, He will start hitting form. It's going to be tough, though, once he gets five in the next four games, and you need Ronaldo and you can't get to him because you can't sell Kane. It's going to be a tough decision to make. But that's good about this year. That is what I like about it.
0: I've seen people talking about the Son and Kane uh, debate and some people are saying, look, just get player that fits your team's structure. Do you agree
1: with Yeah, that? I saw that. I saw that. I, I, would, I would I would, probably say, I, I do agree with it, yes. Because again, even though I think Kane will be good, I don't know how much of a difference there will be because Tottenham still have barely scored any goals this season. So I think if it was a long-term plan to get Son, get Son. But... Kane is the better option, and I if I would have never planned to get Son, but I would probably change my team structures to get Kane. Well, I did change my team team structure to get Kane, um, so it's, it's a tough one. I think whatever I think, if you don't do it, then that's fair enough. And I think if you do do it, it's fair enough. So I, th- I think it's sort of a 50-50. It's down to how you sort of play the game. But I would say though, if your structure is suited Son, then go ahead and do it because you don't really want to be taking minus fours, minus eights to get Son, get Kane over Son. I think.
0: I'm not fully in agreement with you there, Tom. I think you really want to have a premium striker now. And if Son and Kane is going to be, uh, if they're going to get you, if you think they're going to get you similar points, I don't think, I think Kane will outscore Son by about 10 in the next four game weeks. Um, At least, I reckon. I'm very confident in in Kane. Um, I think you want a premium striker. With with Son, there's no one around him, really. I mean, unless Rashford hits form and you're relying on that. the, uh, you mentioned keep keep Son long term. You mentioned keep Son long term, but I don't know. I'm I'm really not convinced. I think you want to have you want to have that premium striker because I think you're going to want one of them from now uh, over December, over January because they got the fixtures. So I, I really think now is the time to get a premium striker.
1: Yeah, but it's an easy switch. Just save two free transfers. You downgrade Son in game 16. You upgrade your 7.5 8 mil striker to Ronaldo, two free transfers that's fine. It's easy to get to a striker if you do have a son because all you got to do is downgrade him. So if you if you plan it and you save a transfer, then you can do it. If that's an informed, cheaper striker,
0: like I imagine Antonio will be in a few weeks' time, that decision is going to be hard. Uh, so I think now if you, if you get if you get a if you want to bring one, it's got to be Kane for me.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll see, we'll see. I do hope Kane bangs, though. Um can we can we look at the watch list? Because it looks like someone's eaten our watch list. Um I haven't looked at it for a couple of weeks and there's a massive junk missing. Like someone's come in and just fucking stormed our watch list. Right, okay. <laughs> Carpenters come coming tonight. There's, there's no attackers. There's three midfielders and two defenders. I don't know what's happened. Uh, a couple of weeks ago we had about five attackers and no defenders, so I don't really don't know what's happened. I'll read you the players, but I don't know I really don't know what's going on. But um Um we got Regulon and Johnson, Smithrow, Cornet and Rashford. Okay. Okay,
0: right. Uh, I would say uh Smithrow uh
1: off the watch list. Nah, I don't think so. We're in Bremo, bruv. Yes,
0: but can you read out the other players again?
1: Corne, Rashford, Johnson, and Regulon. We don't realistically need to take anyone off if if they're all fine. Okay.
0: I just want to. I just want to make a point on Smith bro. I'm happy to keep him on there. Um, I thought you loved Smith Row. I do like him, uh, but I was made aware of his stat. Which does co- which does complement the eye test as well. Smith Rose scored, I think, four goals in the last five or six games. Uh, from an XG of guess how much done?
1: Yeah, low. It's, I, it's, I I saw this. It's like it's like naught or something.
0: It's it's not 0.2, point two, no. <laughs> what it's is it? It's about two. It's about two. Oh. Um, he so is XG, and I think the goals have been very similar. Um, yeah, but that's he...
1: what I said. yesterday. that's what I said on the pod of Alfie, and he completely shut me down. I said I don't care how the goal is going. I don't care if a Banyang shits the ball in the net. It doesn't matter as long as they <laughs> go in.
0: Look, I just think if you're scoring a very similar type of goal, I mean, obviously I'd, you've got the likes of Iron Robin, who used to score that classic goal cutting in from the right and coming. And Morris, and Morris, but well, mainly Robin, but Morris is very good at that. To be fair, I, I, I just. The type of situation you've got to be quite fortunate for that situation to come about, and I, I think teams will become more aware of it and they'll stop out them. And I think he's he's his XG. He's playing at left mid. I don't think is I don't think he's going to be as good over the December period. To be honest, uh, I don't think his stats back up. But no, I think, I'm not.
1: Keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying we're gonna bring him in, but I don't think he goes yet, because we do need to shift and Bremmer to someone soon. I think he stays. And if that if that is true and he stops scoring, then fine, he can go in one or two weeks. or well, next week, but I do think we keep him for at least one more week. Yeah. Okay. I've um I've got a player I'd like to put on. I'd like to bring up to you. He's a pod favourite. Harvey Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I do I think he has to <laughs> I think he has to come on because he, he started he scored that goal we said he'd score he has Chelsea and then he has Watford Saints Villa Newcastle Spurs Everton that's a good run and if he starts at Chelsea and looks good I would be I would probably bring him in in my own team to be honest because we know how good this man is on form I think he's I think he has to go on the watch list you just disagree?
0: That's not a bad shot I, I, I do quite like him
1: if Leicester are on form,
0: then Barnes is good. If Leicester aren't on form, Tielemans is just... Uh, we've just been notified that Tielemans is out for a few weeks, uh, which isn't good for that Leicester team at all. Um, you look at Barnes' assists for Vardy in the Palace game, that was all about Thielemans. Tielemans' is a huge bear for, for Leicester. I think you take him out and their, their rhythm is going to be disrupted. So I think, I think if they're playing well, then Barnes is a good option if he's playing every week. There's obviously that rotation risk as well, because I still don't think Rodgers is set on the 4-3-3. But if they do play really well, if they turn up against Chelsea, then Barnes has got to be on our watch this over Christmas. Um, So I'm happy to put him on there.
1: Yeah, exactly. We need to watch how they play about Tielemans, watch how they play against Chelsea. Yeah, he's perfect this week. I generally would in my own team. I think if he scored at Chelsea or played well, I think I might just bring him in. I generally think I would. Honestly, I loved the man. I mean, we, we know how good he was last year. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're doing the watch list a bit different this, sh- this week because we haven't really got an argument. But do you have any player you, you think can go on, Chris? Or are you going to leave leave it today?
0: Well, there's just... Look, I need to eat my words, to be honest, Tom. I, I need oh, to... Uh, because a couple of weeks ago, you brought up a player on the watch list and I was, I was quite strongly against him. And he, he did a good job in Game 11, i let's say. Uh, and he's looking promising in the position he's playing. Um, Trossard? It yeah, it's Trossard. Yeah, he, <laughs> he keeps his place up front. It, it's hard to deny that he's going to be a decent option. His stats also look good. He's, he's getting in the right positions. He loves a shot. He really does love a shot. Uh, it takes him from outside the box. We've seen him score a few nice goals. He's, he's always taking pop shots. And that, that's what you want. He's also a ninety-minute man, and it looks like he's on penalties. And over Christmas, the fixtures are all right, but Brian, they're nothing special. But this man, if he's on penalties and he's up front for a solid Brian team, I think he he needs to be watched. So, I apologise. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, I accept your apology. This always does seem to be the case. At least you've actually made a public apology for once. Um, I'll stick him on the good old Leonardo Trossard. Um, do you think someone like Lukaku goes on or do you think it's too early because obviously can't, I don't know if he's back this week is he back this week no he's not he's, he's, not. Been, he's been, been training this week he's been training alone he's only been training al- 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 alone <laughs> get my words out yeah he's been training he hasn't been training with the team so he's not back so now we're leaving for this week
0: if he's going to play then he's on the watch list
1: no he won't play this week so next week you will probably go on the watch list Don't spoil it for next week. Tune in next week to hear if he's on the watch list.
0: (laughs) And we'll also also tune in to see whether Leandro Trossard, Tom, not Leonardo Trossard. Uh, All right. Same thing. (laughs) So the watch list. You just got to respect the man, look. He is on the watch list now. I just put him on the
1: watch list, Trossard. Yeah, it would be nice if you got his name right as well, Tom. Yeah, but you said we'll see next week if he's on the watch list. Well he's on the watch list now, so unless you come and eat the watch list <laughs> again. Or so you set your cab pillar loose to eat to eat the walk through our watch list. He'll still be I on there next week. I don't know. I don't know what you get up into your spare time, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. So we're 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 very midfielder heavy now on the watch list, but that's fine. That is a position
0: um, in our team where there, there's going to be some action in, in
1: coming weeks. So. I'm telling you, though, Sissoko, we're going to get a 10-pointer off the bench over Christmas and it's going to make our day. He's going to score. Your score is one screamer per season and we're going to have him off the bench. It will yeah. come. I'm telling I'm you. Yeah, so am I, honestly. Can't wait to scream Sissoko. Bit better than that, though. I will <laughs> <Stop>. actually scream. <laughs> to scream up, All right. <laughs> Is that time you've all been waiting for Differential time Or have I jumped in too early No Tom don't doubt yourself Come on
0: let's get into it What is the table looking like For the
1: differential Well he said this last week But I'm it's, I'm 43 points You're 38 Now It's your turn first actually So I'll let you Go first So my man 2.6% oh.
0: Which is Very nice actually So, Oh my true. word You know it is, Tom. You know it is. He's got a good fixture this week. He's reuniting with his old manager from Bournemouth. Uh, He's on penalties, and he's playing a, a Brentford team who have not looked very convincing at all since the injuries to Ayer and Raya in goal. So, my man is Callum Wilson, Tom. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. I could be in a bit of trouble. I was just trying to check to hope that I'd already used him, but I haven't. So yeah, I know this could be the week you get you gain up points on me.
0: Fifty <laughs> percent goal involved for Newcastle this season, I believe, or last season. I've been last no, season. He, no, he's like involved. seventy-five
1: last season, seventy-five percent last
0: season. His point is, he's very involved in the play. All right, and that's very promising. That's what you want to see. So Brentford at home is a big chance for him to get uh, his first double digit goal of the season, I think.
1: If you ask me, you've bottled it. I thought you were going to go Fraser. You've talked him up on the pod on Tuesday. You have talked him up off pod all week. And then you go Wilson. Mm-hmm. That is poor. That is poor. All right. Now, I had two players again this week. So the player... Well, I'm not really sure who I want to put on my thing this week. But I do have a player written down, don't worry. So the player I want to put on is Stevie Berg One Goal and assist for Netherlands. He looked very good. But... There's a very high chance he won't start and he has been crap for Tottenham this season. Well, since he got injured and he is so inc- inconsistent. Um, so I'm putting down Emerson Royale against Leeds. It's a risk. It is a bit of a risk, but I have a good feeling about oh, well, that game. I can see a 9-10 point now incoming. So I'm taking a risk, but I'm backing him. I'm backing Emerson Royale. <laughs> Thoughts?
0: I, I certainly think he he's not been talked about at all, but he could be a very decent option moving forward. I do rate that I had a couple shots, I think, in the Everton game. Getting into decent positions, as I mentioned earlier in the pod. So I really like it. I think people will be turning their heads towards the Spurs defence very soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most people will go regular. On. People that don't know the Spurs that well don't know don't watch football. We'll probably go regular, but I think Emerson Rail will be better in the next four. To be honest, I know this is just for this week, but I do have a good feeling. I can just see a regular ball over the top, and regular taps it, and Emerson taps it in um, at the back stick.
0: Decent. Uh, I definitely think Emerson's a decent shout, and we need to keep our eye on on Spurs jumping on them early. I don't think it's that bad an option. It's a little bit of a risk, but I really do back Conte. He's got the track record and it look solid against Everton. So I think cut price options with a bit of attacking threat for the, for the wing-backs, definitely not a bad shot at all. Yeah. All right. Nice. What's next? Next is Mbumo. Mbumo, the man... Me and you made a bet, Tom. And Bumo versus Jesus, it hasn't gone very well for me so far. I went for from mate. you went for Jesus. And at this point, I'd very much back Jesus to outperform Bumo. But we'll stick with it for now. I think he's about eight points behind. It's not it's not the end of the world. Now, Brentford, as I've mentioned, do not look as good at the moment. They've had the international break to refresh. And I think they'll be a bit better. But they're missing key players. And I think that really hurts them. And Boomo had an offside goal Uh ruled out obviously against Norwich, which wasn't ideal for me in a differential game. Not ideal for most people owning them. A lot of people owning them, even players right at the top of the game, are owning them. But I'm not convinced at the moment. I'm not convinced he's getting chances. There's even there's even a slight possibility he gets moved to wing, which really would um, ruin my chances of beating you in the, in the head-to-head. Jesus versus and Tom. So I'm a bit concerned, and we have got other options in that price bracket. If you were on Mbume, we are in our team, but if you can speak generally, Tom, what would be your advice on Mbume?
1: Firstly, I would like to say I did tell you this would happen when we brought him in. told you he wouldn't score, and I told you there was a possibility he got moved away from striker. And, and now you've realised you've come to your senses. Um, I, If you've had Mbume, your name is Kinder Bune or. Whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would um, I would keep him for Newcastle if you've had him for a few weeks, um, unless you've got no other transfers to make, and I'd just switch him. Um, but, yeah, I would keep him for the Newcastle game just because if you have stuck with him for now, if he's going to score, this would be the game. But if you've got nothing else to do, then just switch him to anyone, to be honest. Anyone's better than him. Um, so, yeah, I'm so pleased I didn't hop on Brentford. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really have much more to say. If you've if you don't if you've got other chances to do, keep him for this week. If you don't, get rid of him, get him out, don't look back. And I'm looking forward to you giving that fiver to charity, Chris. Unfortunately, I'm losing a bit of faith in Umbuma. I do
0: think his, his haul will come the week after our competition ends in Game week 15 He's walking <sighs> at home in Game week sixteen and I think the sixteen pointer might come then. A bit too late, but I bloody I, hope so. I, I agree with what you say, Tom, about Ambuma. Even for this week, Newcastle, we don't know exactly how they're going to be. How at Bournemouth didn't have the strongest defence, so um, expecting Boomo to start. I think he gets a couple chances, chance for goal. So that's what I'd say on on that. And other players in that price bracket, Tom uh, Smith, Rowe, and Gallagher. I just want, I just want you to to compare the two players. Who do you think is the better option? Because they're both very similarly priced, and they both got half decent fixtures over. December period.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I forgot a bit of a biased opinion because I love I love Gallagher. I've been very impressed with this season. Um, Milivojevic has been dropped lately, so that's made him a lot better. He's been dropped, and then Gallagher got a thirteen-pointer and an eleven-pointer. So there's a there's no coincidence there. Um, the only worry with Gallagher is Elise and oh, some other mates coming back it has been. There's another guy that's been coming on. That's been good. Oh, that that guy last year that was sick, Frizzy Chris. Eze, yeah. So Elise and Eze have been working their way back into the team now. The only Gallagher won't get dropped. He could just get pushed further back the pitch, but I still think he'll be getting the chances because he just runs around so much. Um, and he's got he's got decent fixtures, so I do love Gallagher. Now looking at Smith Rowe. I've only watched Ars- uh, um, sorry Arcea, Arsenal against Leicester and I was impressed with Arsenal as a team. I'm just not sure about Arsenal's ceiling for goals, to be honest. Like I said to you when you captained the um, of they've got a... Well, it's not really a tough... It's a tough run on FPL, but they don't know how to do their fixtures. They've got Everton as a four, <laughs> which is pretty crap. Um, that's a good game, to be fair. And United's a good game. So I, I, I think I would personally go Gallagher over Smith-Rowe but I don't think either are a bad pick. But yeah, I think I'd go Gallagher, but that might be a bit of bias there, so I'm not really sure. Okay.
0: Well, what I, you made a comment about how many goals Arsenal score. Now, Arsenal have scored three-plus goals on two occasions and Palace have scored three-plus goals on one occasion. So I don't think there's as big as <laughs> a difference in terms of goal-scoring potential for both for both teams. Yeah, but and Arsenal think...
1: have better finishers in their team than Palace. But a routes you've got a Bamiang, Lacazette, Saka, Pepe, and then in Palace, the players aren't as good at finishing as Arsenal players.
0: There's probably more routes to goals in the Arsenal team. But at the same time, <laughs> you look at Lacazette, he hasn't scored the season. Uh, Matt has scored one goal. And Smith has got four goals and two assists in his last uh, six appearances. So I think Smith rowes heavily involved at the moment and he offers a, a decent a very decent option. But I am just about with you with Gallagher, I think, because he's guaranteed the 90s over Christmas. And I'm not sure... Well, he's not guaranteed the 90s, but I think with Milie out of favour, uh, I think he's he's young. Uh, I think Vieira will want to play him in every game. I think he'd be pretty rotation-proof. smith I think there's a chance of rotation because he's only, I think, 19, Tom? Uh,
1: uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. So,
0: I, I think... I think Gallagher plays more often, and I think both both fixtures they're quite similar. The, the set of fixtures over December are uh, similar for Palace uh, and Arsenal. But for me, just about Gallagher, I think there's just something about in the season. He's he's having a, the season of his life, like Smith Um He just got that that feeling Selhurst Park. I don't. Know, I just get that feeling that Gallagher's going to bag. You know, um, and <laughs> I think I think there's not much between them. Gallagher also plays a slightly more central role. You saw how how he was getting forward in the in the city game yeah, on the counter attacks. You know he's key for that. So I I just about favoured Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I mentioned earlier about Smith Rowe outperforming his expected
1: goals. So, so yeah, yeah, but I think if you do go Smith Rowe, it's not the worst idea. No, definitely but, yeah. not. Definitely not. We're both saying Gallagher.
0: Yep. Okay. Jota? To talk the about Jota. man in the midfield I do want to talk about, yes, it's Diogo Jota now. I've got the exact quote up, Tom. Jurgen Klopp uh, had his press conference today or yesterday. We were recording on a Thursday. And he says, Firmino is getting closer, but he's not ready for the weekend. We'll see. That will take a little bit longer still. So, judging by that, I think he doesn't play this week. He probably doesn't play next weekend, uh, and they probably don't rush him back for the Everton game. But after that, they rotate uh, with with the with the other three up front over over Christmas because the the Everton game for Liverpool is December the first, and the next game after that is December the fourth. So you've only got a few weeks with Jota. I think now the the Firmino injury is not as long term as we thought it would be. So I think that does very much reduce the appeal of Jota. But short term, I think he could be quite an explosive pick. Um, he's, he's done well in terms of XG, XGI, so expected goal involvement uh, when he's been starting this season. So I think he's a good option, short term. For someone like me, who's wildcarding very soon, he's, he's the perfect little differential. Um, alongside Kane, I can't quite fit him, which we'll get to later but anyway so I think Jota's a nice short-term pick but long-term it's Liverpool will rotate over Christmas with all the games so I don't I think like you mentioned pre pod Tommy's a bit of a trap I think he's he's someone you'd probably want to, to transfer out in about four or five game each time and you don't really want that over Christmas so I think you probably just avoid him
1: yeah it's a hard one because we know how good Jota can be but yeah, for me, it'll be every week. You'll be checking the lineups, and when Firmino's back, it's just, I just I just don't think it's worth it, unless you are Wild Garden in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't think it's worth it. Okay, good stuff.
0: That rounds off the midfield, Tom, and I think it leads us on to our transfer plans. Now we've had a lot of a lot of talk about the midfield bracket and. If I read out our team, especially our midfield, so in the midfield, we've got Mbumo, Salason, Rafinha, and Sissoko, Antonio, Wilson, and Jimenez. Now, half of that attack's decent. Mbumo, Rafinha, I'm not convinced on Rafinha, but I think he ticks over all right in the next few gamings. Jimenez, now, Jimenez, last time after the international break, did get benched and he only came on for three minutes. There's a chance that happens again against West Ham. He does have Norwich and Burnley after that, which are two good fixtures. But we've both been picking up Kane a lot. And with Wilson and Antonio being two players we don't really want to get rid of. Jimenez is, is the man who would take away if we did get in Kane now. We do have Son. So bringing in Kane would mean we'd have to get rid of Son, which seems very... It's a very committed move. Uh, but Tom, what what you, do do you think... That we're going to end up doing this, I think it's the right. I think it's the right decision because we're both very convinced on Kane, but of course it's going Son to Kane uh, for for no minus points. We have got two free transfers. Uh, I think Kane is better than him
1: in long term. But what do you think, Tom? I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the right decision. I think we will do it though. Um, it's not the most sensible decision, but I feel like. That we're both quite confident with Kane, and uh, there could be a, quite a high point swing there. And if we don't make it, we'll be kicking our kicking ourselves. And because we're back in Kane, I mean, if it backfires, then we obviously misjudged it. And Kane isn't back, but I think we're both back in Kane, um, and we got the two three transfers. If it was for a minus four, we I I wouldn't do it, but we got the two three transfers, so I think why not. Might as well take the risk. Well, yeah, take the risk. We're backing Kane. You've got to really back go over you're backing to be MS- on this game. It's fine margin, so why not?
0: Yep. And we've been talking about budget midfielders quite a bit on this pod, and we both favour Gallagher. So he's the he's the man awaiting to come in for some. Now, I think if you look at Gall- Gallagher versus Jimenez, I don't think there'll be that much of a difference in the next few weeks. But we really back Kane over with Son. so I think it's the right decision to make. And also looking at captaincy, I, I'm always willing to go against Salah if I feel like the moment's right. And I think, I think, gaming 15, Wolves away, uh, when Spurs play Norwich at home, is the type of game you'd want to captain uh, Harry Kane. Uh, I really, I really just think in that kind of game, you want, you want Kane. You're going to feel more comfortable captaining Kane than Son. So. I think he's the right man to, to to bring in. And it's right for our team structure. I've been banging on about this premium striker, how important I think it'll be. So I I really want to stick to my word uh, and go through this this transfer.
1: Yeah. You, you've missed Corne out of the Gallagher and Smith Road date though.
0: Yeah. So that's a good point. We were speaking to him about this earlier as well. And Corne came in, did absolutely brilliantly. Uh, scored a worldie against... Who was it at home, Tom? He scored an absolute beauty on his right foot, cut in nicely. Um uh, me, forward. They've got Palace, Tottenham, Wolves, West, uh, Wolves Newcastle, West Ham, Watford. Now, Palace, Tottenham, Wolves, I don't think are three very good games. Three solid defences there. Wolves haven't conceded more than two goals in a game this season. Spurs under Conte, we expect to be solid. Um, Palace at home, Palace ain't going to concede many goals. You know? They're a solid defence as well. <laughs> After that... I think there's potential. Newcastle, West Ham, Watford, Villa, Everton, that's a good run. That's a good run. And then perhaps it will be the right time to do it. Uh, but I think for now, we want to go for Gallagher. I think that there, there will be the, the time to switch and boom and Rafinha and Cornet could certainly be the man to come in. But for now, next few fixtures are tough. What do you think, Tom?
1: Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I think Gallagher's Gallagher will be more reliable. But I think... Corne will put out one or two double-digit hauls, but yeah I think Gallagher's a more reliable pick
0: yeah uh, I, I just I just think in that price bracket we got on we got Rafinha one of them will go in the next three or four game weeks and Corne is a very good replacement for them but for now fixtures are tough and he's not a 90-minute man so I think we stay off him yeah yeah <clears throat> for sure OK, so the, the plan for this week, we'll post it on the Instagram. I'm going to get the polls out tomorrow morning as well. Is Son to Gallagher and Jimenez to Kane for a, for a minus zero? Uh, and the captaincy, Tom? Uh, I think we're going to Salah. I, I personally think it's a bit. I think Kane will do pretty well. I think he'll get a goal, probably an eight pointer or so in this game. Uh, but I think backing against Salah now, it doesn't feel necessary. I feel like we get to see Kane a bit more and then maybe game at 14, game at 15, we give him the, the armband if he's if he's on form. Uh, but still quite a bit of unknown with that Spurs game. And Leeds have been doing all right defensively against the weaker opposition. We're not exactly sure how Spurs are going to going to perform in this game. So I think the sensible decision Salah. And you can't normally go too far on.
1: Are we benching in Bueno now then because we we can't bench Gallagher this week so the benching is between Mbumo
0: and Rafinha and that is a that is a call I think I think we'll leave that call till um till tomorrow when we look yeah, yeah. through a bit more because um that, that's that is quite a tough call I'd say uh, hopefully there's not too many points in it but uh, that we'll post our team on Instagram uh, Saturday morning or Friday night so probably Friday night uh, And you'll see our decision there. But for the transfers, it will be Kane and Gallagher in for Jimenez and Son with Salah keeping the armband. I think I think we can move up to him. We're currently seeing at six hundred k flat. I I think I can see us moving up to around five hundred k in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Do you have Son in your own team? I don't. I do have Son. Yeah, I do have Son. And you don't have Kane. I don't have Kane. No, the situation in my team, however, is that I don't have a playing goalkeeper and I also can rotate goalkeepers quite nicely before the wild card. And I've got a and I'm still going to back a for the next two games. I think against Liverpool, he'll be all right. And against Newcastle, I, I do quite fancy him. The captaincy might be going there. I'm not sure yet. Um, but after that, a nice switch to, to Kane is on the cards. Um, but yeah, look, at the moment I just got to stick with Son. My my team structure doesn't doesn't allow me to to really bring in Kane uh,
1: because I'm I'm back in a Bami against Newcastle. So. But you said half an hour on the pod you shouldn't let your team structure affect not letting you get Kane. You said surely but, you should tra- yeah, change your different. team structure.
0: The problem for me, Tom, is that I would have to get rid of Son, and he'd have to go to a four million uh, midfielder. And I can't uh, really afford. Him. And then I'd have to bring in Kane. I wouldn't even have the money to go straight to Kane's. So it would require a minus eight, and I'd still have a non goalkeeper. So for me, it makes sense to keep Abamang and then move him on after the Newcastle game. Um, it's not the end of the world having Son. So he, we never know. He could end up outperforming Kane. I don't think he will, but he might still do it right. So, but just for my team, Abamang's in there, and I think you'll get the captaincy next week.
1: Yeah, I've um got two free transfers, Vardy to Wilson. And then my plan was to get Saar out. But I'm thinking of going Brandon Williams to Emerson Royale, keeping Saar for one week so then I can do Saar to Barnes next week after Barnes puts in a stunner performance against Chelsea. Ultra, so I might be rocking up with... Uh, I'll either be rocking up with five at the back this week or I'll be doing Sar to Kouane. Um, So i have to think about that. But yeah, I could be playing five at the back like you did last season. that's bad at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My season wasn't going very well. I don't think that's too bad, uh, to be honest. I think the Emerson Royal pick, you're sticking to, to your guns about having a good feeling about him acting on that. And, you know, I respect that. I think I think Royal will be decent. Uh, I think, you you know, you're in a decent place, Tom, you keep moving up the rankings. Like, bloody hell, you don't stop.
1: Yeah, he'll be decent until he gets dropped for Doherty in a couple of weeks. <laughs> 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 Honestly, yeah.
0: Can I just say, Uh, I brought in McCarthy for Begovic, um, and the kit looks absolutely fresh. Really nice. Nice blue kit. The kit. Really? Oh, the keeper. keeper. Really? Oh, yeah. I brought in Jota for Havertz as well, so listeners are aware. And my plan is to rotate Sanchez and and McCarthy. Sanchez plays Leeds at home, and I think that's a decent fixture. After that, it's West Ham and Southampton away, which isn't great. Uh, but McCarthy has two home games, Leicester and Brighton, which I think are pretty decent for for Southampton. So that's the plan. I think I'll gain more than four points off of that off of that decision, which is why I've taken the minus four.
1: Yep, fair enough. Prediction
0: game. It's been a while. been yeah. like, quite a while since we've done this prediction game. But with the, the game we starts off with a with a BT BT Sport. A decent twelve kick kickoff, let's say. Le- Leicester versus Chelsea. Uh BT love the love the King Power Stadium kickoffs, don't they, at the moment, Tom?
1: Yeah. yeah. Constantly
0: constantly um broadcasting the, the games at the King Power. Leicester versus Chelsea. For me, I'll start us off on this one, Tom. Uh I'm not I'm not convinced on Leicester at the moment with with Tielemans out as well. And I, I think Chelsea are gonna gonna win this one 2-0.
1: Yeah, I was thinking 2-0, but I'm gonna go two one, Chelsea go different because uh, I, I'm not sure. after Chelsea it against Burnley I can see I can see Vardy scoring in this game even though I'm selling him this is a Vardy type of game
0: I'm, I'm not in agreement with you uh, I don't I think Leicester will really struggle in this one I think Chelsea will, will win 2-0 all right moving on to the next game Villa versus Brighton. Now, I've, I've talked about Trossard, uh, Le- Leandro Trossard. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think he's got a decent chance of bagging in this game. I think it'll be a draw, though. One one Oh, for fuck's sake. One one as well. You know, I Right, Next game Burnley versus Palace. This is quite a hard one to call. Uh, what are you going for, Tom? One one, so. I'm going with uh, 2-1 to, to Palace. I just like what they're doing at the moment. I like the way they're playing with Vieira. And I hope they continue their, their, their decent streak at the moment. Fair enough. Okay. Newcastle versus Brentford, something.
1: What are we saying? 2-1 Newcastle. I could see Newcastle winning one more. But 2-1. I
0: have had the odd feeling that Brentford are going to win this one after they lost to Norwich at home it would just be quite Premier League style for this to happen but I've stuck with my guns and I've gone with Newcastle to win 3-1 because I think they're going to be quite revitalised by the <laughs> Eddie Howe appointment so yeah 3-1 for me fair enough Norwich versus the saint now bringing in McCarthy for me more specific, please, Tom. 2-0 Saints, obviously. With Livermento, obviously. Uh, I, I'm hoping for for a Southampton clean sheet, actually. Um, a coffee 9.0 would be absolutely glorious. I can't lie. I'd be absolutely buzzing with that. I've gone with 1-0. I think Nor- Norwich, even with the new appointment, they don't have that much quality. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Southampton, who would perform well defensively. So 1-0 so for me. Fair enough. Watford versus Man on The Hornet. The Hornet that's still in your shed
1: versus Man United. Uh, I actually got rid of my Hornet uh, just before the pod. But, um, how did you manage that, Tom? Cup on it and put it out. Throw it
0: For away. those of you that don't know, Tom was uh, very distracted, very unattentive at the start of last last episode with Alfie because there was a Hornet flying around in his shed. Uh, and he was... um effing them blinding and Blinding and all sorts pre pod it, it
1: was it was good fun, uh, but thankfully so, you yeah, saw the answer. Well on top. Yeah, three one United back against the Hornets. I think this is the game. Ole, Ole shows the board what he's about. Scores a couple. Click
0: word on on I, I've seen a few rumours
1: that he's that getting sacked. The board have
0: decided to sack yeah. him once they find yeah. a, a convenient replacement. Now. I'm not sure how true it is. I've only seen a couple sources, and they don't—they're not big sources like Sky Sports, um, so the reliability is questionable. I think it's true. It could—it certainly it. could seen be true as well. Be, uh, he'll stay for this game. Yeah, I, I also think they might change their mind if they can't find a replacement within the next two weeks, and Man you start performing really well. So, yeah. I think that could happen as well. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Me, so I've gone with two one Man United. I think they're yeah. just about to scrape this one. Baron, yep, yep. Great, that. Okay.
1: Wolves versus West Ham. What do you think, Tom? Two one West Ham. I think. Not not too sure, but I think West Ham win. They're on good form. Just beat Liverpool. I think,
0: I think a low scoring game is is fairly likely in this one, uh, because. As I mentioned earlier, Wolves are one of the teams to to have not conceded more than more than three goals this season. And another one of those teams is, surprisingly enough, Tom, West Ham. They haven't conceded <laughs> three or more goals this season. And they've conceded two goals in games, one goal. But they're, they're definitely solidifying defensively uh, of late. Their expected goals conceded in... In the last few game weeks, is sitting at sixth in the table, so they're, they're making improvements, uh, which is good to see. Especially if you're uh, if Ben Johnson keeps his place, I think he uh, could certainly be on at the forefront of our minds. Yeah, for sure. So I've gone with one nil, Tom, two on um, West Ham. Next game: Liverpool versus Arsenal, on the five
1: thirty kickoff. Three uh, one, Liverpool
0: back gone with 2-1 I, I think Liverpool, Liverpool just about win this one it's going to be an exciting game though. I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it um, yeah definitely I think goal would be nice after his uh, disappointing
1: performance last nice game yeah I've just read that James Justin's playing with the under 23s now so he'll yeah. be back in a couple of weeks uh, it'll, be, it'll be a bit longer than that
0: but it's great to see him getting back after that ACL injury yeah, I can't wait for him. Have you also seen Harvey Ellerton? He's, he's doing uh, rehabilitation by himself now. His ankle's fully healed pretty much. He's just strengthening up again. Yeah, not too bothered about him though. <laughs> I'm just uh, surprised because that was a that was a full dislocation. Yeah, but it was September,
1: Chris. It was September. It's gone quickly, but it was happening in September. So that's nearly two months. Just it just yeah. Seems right. That is still quite quick. Yeah. I mean, I remember
0: do you remember Andre Gomez, Tom? Yeah, My yeah. Auree put the tackle him and he, he broke his ankle or he oh that was horrible to watch. He was out for ages. But now he he got back training. I thought he'd be out for his career. I thought that would end his career But it's like that kind of injury was just horrific to watch. But I think it took him two or three months and his his leg was fully, fully healed and he just had the reshemp for him. It took him about yeah, six yeah. months, I think, in total to get back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Half a year, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, talking about Everton, Man City versus Everton. What are you going for, Tom? Everton are crap,
1: mostly. They're awful. Bowling goal? Mm. Jesus hat-trick to rub salt in your wounds. <laughs> I think we
0: could see the return of Phil Foden in this game. I do think he'll bag. We see. I've gone with two 0 to City. I think it'll be quite comfortable. Calvert-Lewin on his way back though. I don't think it's too long now. No, until his return, and we also see a return of Everton's decent fixtures. Now Calvert-Lewin's expected back in game of 13, and okay, mid-December. Leicester's fixture up. Uh, Everton's fixtures are good long term, so. That's very interesting. One to watch. I'll be hopping on. Gets I will probably also be hopping on, yeah. 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 So that's good to see. And that was the penultimate, Tom. The <laughs> ultimate. Go on, you should know this, Tom. Sunday, four uh, o'clock. Two nil Spurs. Yeah. I've with three nil. I, th- I think Leeds will, sh- will struggle to score against this Spurs defense. And I think Kane's bagging a goal at least. I reckon an eight point I can see an eight point coming from Harry. Are you um we haven't spoke about the double up of Kane and Son though? Um I think it's too early. It I think it's a bit, bit early uh, that that probably also requires, unless you've already got son, uh quite a lot of surgery uh, to your team, which
1: not if you have Vardy, because if you have Son,
0: Vardy and Salah. You could... If you're in that situation, if you're in that situation, and you can downgrade one of your other midfielders by a couple mil and get to Kane. I think that's a good option because you're then you're looking at Vardy versus Kane. and Kane's a good option. But if you just look at the the basics, Son and Kane, it's risky. It is risky. Uh, but there's there's a lot of points to gain there. I, I wouldn't be too against it
1: to be honest. No, no, no. It was something I was considering, but well, I want Wilson, so I can't do. It. Fair enough. Good stuff,
0: Tom. Good stuff. That rounds off the prediction game for this week. Do you want to? Do you want right. to quick? Um, do you want me to quickly remind you of the the tables?
1: Nah, nah, nah. save it for next week. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Like> that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Tom, that that rounds rounds off the prediction game, and rounds off the episode as normal. It's lovely to end on the prediction game once again. It's been a little while
1: yeah i do need to end on something else so um don't like to bring it up but we've uh we're we're starting a monthly subscription on uh spotify we don't really know what it will entail but uh chris needs some money to buy his girlfriend some presents over christmas so uh you never know if once we um get it up and running and we might bring out some extra pods for chris is something we're looking to develop but once we get up and running maybe uh Consider giving a few pennies to, for Chris to to spend on his uh girlfriend. What do you think, Chris? Uh,
0: no, any money we gain from this will go will be reinvested <laughs> to improve the quality. And yeah, I'm being serious about that. It won't go to me. It won't go to me in my um personal life. I can assure you
1: all of that. Yeah, no, that was a joke. Yeah, anything that comes in will we will be uh investing, whether that be publicizing the pod or whether it be getting new mics or upgrading the pod but yeah we will we will look at setting that up but we don't know what that will entail so uh don't go splashing out your cash on us at the moment but i just thought I'd, i thought i'd put it in there just smoothly put it in there chris we just will, in case we will, um, keep
0: everyone updated on that because it is a developing situation
1: yep yep but we yeah that'll be something to, to talk about next week but yeah no rounds off the third pod of the international break we've completed it chris um we it's uh ten game weeks and forty days upcoming, so there there'll be a lot of pods to look forward to. And we will um we will talk next week about our schedule for Christmas, about our, our pod planning schedule. But we will try and get as many out as possible. And I'm I'm bloody excited for this period, Chris. How about you? Very excited. This is this is the prime
0: time for Premier League. This is the prime time for FPL. Uh, it's very exciting and. We're excited to, to try and get as many pods out as we can. Um, uh, just One last thing, Tom. I'd like to say thank you to all of our our, our listeners at the moment. Uh, if you want to get in contact, we've got Instagram at FPL Apprentices. Uh, Ruth's got email at FPL Apprentices123 at Yahoo.com. <laughs> That's not supposed yeah. to be funny, Tom.
1: Um, no, but I'm pleased you said it right because I forgot it last, last time. I, I put it out there. I, did, I forgot the one, two, three. So I'm pleased you know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So
0: yeah, any one of you regular um, listeners wants to get in contact. I know that that'll be great. We'd love to. We'd love to you know, form some relationships with our listeners. So
1: just wanted to mention that. One. And to round it off, um, Chris, at, by the end of January, tell us your uh, overall rank now, and tell us where you think you'll be by the end of January. Well, for this team, I think we'll be
0: sitting at uh, around 300k think we'll be in a decent yep. spot for my team i think i'll be pushing into around 200k
1: yep yep i'm looking at top 500k for me 1.5 mil 5-0 to top 500k um but yeah no we'll uh we'll have to see but yeah um the premier league is back i can't wait for to watch the games this weekend so have a good weekend everyone check the instagram for the team and yeah, until next week see you later until next week guys